you have just entered into God's Diamond Network. This is a podcast that is used for helping God's people find the diamond in themselves and the diamond in your situation. Welcome to God's Diamond in the Rough podcast. They are your hosts, Catherine and Michael. Let's join them in the studio now. Hello, everybody, and welcome, welcome, welcome to Diamonds in the Rough. Amen. Amen. You don't know who I am? My name is Catherine. And I am Michael. Amen. Welcome to the third episode of a third season. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So, we hope that everybody has had a good week. Amen. Yeah, I know I had a good week. It's been an excellent week for me because, you know, I like the times when we can get into the word because, you know, it, it sharpens my my knowledge. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that's why, you know, that I think is is primarily why God said that iron sharpens iron because, you know, once we communicate with other believers, we sharpen each other. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm just so, so excited about this week what God has speaking to us because, you know, as we, you know, get into more about what the revival means, it, it gives us an understanding of what God not only requires of us, but he expects of us. Yeah, um, definitely. I am excited about today's episode because we're going to get into uh, Lazarus and what really Jesus was doing in that moment. Um, as he, he he did more than just bring Lazarus back to life. Amen. As I, you know, as I read the text already, um, we're actually getting ready to get into uh, this particular part of the text on learning to live in truth. Amen. Um, one, um, well, actually, by the time you hear this, we will have been, will have been just gone over it and you know it's powerful 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 so we're getting ready to pray so we can get into it and see how it relates to our uh, lives and who we are as diamonds um, as we continue to go forth in this uh, series or season pointed directly to revival amen amen Amen. let us pray dear heavenly father we just come to you right now saying thank you we thank you for your grace and your mercy we thank you for your loving kindness and mercies we beg your forgiveness for anything we might have said, done, or thought that's not pleasing in your sight, that you'll graciously forgive us and cast us cast it back into the pits of hell where it came from. As you raise Lazarus from the dead, I pray in the name of Jesus that the spirits that might not be alive with you, you will raise them from the dead. We pray in the name of Jesus for anyone that does not know you as a Lord and Savior, we just simply cry out to you, what must I do to be saved? We pray these things and all things all in Jesus' precious name. Say thank you. Thank you. We say amen. 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 So, um, honey, you want to try to um, kind of re- remind us of what we left off on yesterday? I mean, not yesterday. I'm sorry. Last, the last episode, episode two. You know, I think we was getting more into what the word revival means. You know, it's it's basically letting us know that hey, and like I said last. Last week, you know, the revival for the survival. We have to be revived 
we have to go through things in, in, in life to be revived to be for our survival because, you know, one thing I've understand in, in as so far as we've been going through from even the first episode with the first season until now is God really breaks things down in a way that we can all understand it, no matter what level we're on. Mm-hmm. And what I realized is, you know, the way he revives us is, is almost in a sense of, you know, giving us CPR. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because, you know, even when you give somebody CPR, that means they're dead. And when you start doing the CPR, it's almost like you jump starting the heart. But sometimes, you know, the CPR is not enough. Sometimes they had to put you to the defibrillator, which mm-hmm. give you that jolt. And that's what God wants us. Sometimes we got to understand is that simple CPR isn't always going to bring us back to life. Mm-hmm. And that God's word is like the defibrillator. And sometimes he gives us a jolt mm-hmm. or the electricity that we need to survive. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. That's good, honey. Um, so as we go further in, um, our, um, as the Lord is leading us in, um, this portion of, of, well, not portion, but the beginning of, um, talking about this topic of revival. Um, when we look at Lazarus and the life of Lazarus, he was, or he is the brother of Mary and Martha. And he was beloved by Jesus. And um, what I noticed in the text is that Jesus was broken because Lazarus Lazarus died. Amen. And this is one thing about uh, the diamond. And, and I just want to kind of bring a parallel to the two. To the two. The thing about a diamond is is that it has to go through uh, heat. It has to go through um, a tossing and a turning before it is settled within um, the folds of hot lava. And, you know, by, if you take that mind, and, you know, that's how the diamond is developed. Can you imagine the life that Lazarus appreciated after um, dying and coming back, you know what I mean? And not only him, but everybody that was a part of what was going on, um, Mary and Martha, they was hurt because their brother had died, you know what I mean? And I'm sure uh, by faith, Lazarus was believing um, Jesus to be, to heal him, amen? I'm sure he didn't believe that he would die before he actually died. So, you know, what am I saying? I'm saying that, you know, the pain and the suffering that we often go through, yeah, it might it might result in something dying. Well, Lazarus, he lost his, lost his life uh, for those few days, but everybody was watching. Everybody that was watching, it was like they lost their faith because Mary... And Martha, they was depending on Jesus to come. And I'm sure there were more. But because he didn't, you know, something had to die in them. 
But at the same time, God was birthing something in them. You know what I mean? And you have to know that God is birthing something in you. What's your thought, honey? You know, something you just said that that, that sent off a, a, a trigger in my spirit is that, you know, he uh, after he died and came back to life, it set something off in him to make him appreciate it more. The question is, when we go through things in life and that, that trigger hits, it, it, it got to make you wonder, what did I do to get to this point in life where I die? What did I do that I could have done different that maybe I w- that wouldn't have happened? Right. Yeah, we all be thinking that, yeah. don't we? Because things are happening and, you know, and we don't want it to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's always our first thought. What did I do? Mm-hmm. Well, if you look at the text in John um, chapter 11, and you take a glance, you take a glance at, um, at, let me see, verse, hold on. I know it's in chapter 11. Um, Verse, if you look at first, if you look at verse uh, 24, well, 23, John chapter 11, verse 23 says, Jesus saith unto her, thy brother shall rise again. Martha saith unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. See, in that mind, they were thinking in a religion. Uh, They weren't, they didn't, they still didn't really realize Jesus was on the earth because this one thing that we have to recognize is that this book, this Bible has always been around and they didn't realize that they was the Martha and they was the Mary and Peter was the Peter and all of that until miracles were happening, happening that they could not explain. He goes forth and he says, Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection. He says, and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. That gave us an indication and lets us know that Lazarus believed in Jesus, even though he had died. Mm-hmm. Then he said, and whosoever liveth and beareth, excuse me, liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? Jesus challenged her with the question, do you know who I am? Basically, is what he says. Do you realize who you're talking to? And it goes down a little bit further. Actually, if you go backwards, you go to 15. He said, and I am glad for your sakes that I was not there to the intent. Ye may believe. Nevertheless, let us go unto him. So. The telltale is that. The death happened that you might believe. Mm-hmm. So what are you? So so the bigger picture is, is that the thing had to die so that you could live. Mm-hmm. So don't be discouraged in the death. Don't be. Um, don't don't miss what God is trying to do in your life, focusing on the death and not. Giving the resurrection the attention. Amen. See, you're a diamond. 
So you're being clarified. The longer the diamond is in the darkness, the longer the diamond is um, in the mix of, you know, of, 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 I want to say the hardening, the hardening around it, the clearer, the more defined the diamond becomes. So you have to know that the struggles, the pain, the times when you can't see, the times when you don't understand it, God is birthing what you can't see. Some things have to die in your life in order so you can see the fruit of life. Mm-hmm. Before you, to, so you can see him. And you know when I when I look at this, just John eleven, mm-hmm. right there when you in verse twenty five when you said Jesus said in her I am the resurrection and the life. Mm-hmm. He that believes in me through though he was dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? That reflects. Yeah, that makes me reflect back to John mm-hmm. chapter fourteen mm-hmm. when it says, I think it's verse six. He says, "And Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, mm-hmm. and the life. No man come to the Father except by me." He's basically saying, "Look, mm-hmm. I am the life that you need. You cannot get resurrection unless you come through me." That's right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, we got to understand that. We have to realize that whether we going to be with the Father or we want the Father to save us, we have to go through Jesus. That's right. There's no middle man that you can go through. You have to go to the source. Mm-hmm. You can't pay this person like we do when we get stuff is paying this person, they pers- that person paid them for you. We have to understand that the only way we can get resurrection is to go through Jesus. Mm-hmm. Amen. You can't go, and, and I'm, I'm sorry to say this, but you cannot go, and I might be stepping on somebody's toes, but this is the fact. You cannot go to the pastor or the preacher and expect you get resurrection and salvation. You have mm-hmm. to go through Jesus himself. So if you listen, if you're following after the pastor and you putting the pastor or the preacher or whoever giving you the word on a pedestal, you are not, you are, you are, you are neglecting God. Now, you are supposed to see as the preacher preach, you supposed to see the Jesus in the preacher. And he's saying, look, you cannot get to nobody else. And think you're going to make it. Mm-hmm. You have to go after the source, which is Jesus Christ, for the resurrection, the life, to meet the Father, to get into heaven. You have to go to him first and only him. And, you know, I, I mean, so ultimately, before we go any further with revival, this story in regard to Lazarus and everything that we've learned thus far, belief mm-hmm. is everything. Belief is everything. Amen. If you are not believing Jesus to be Jesus, to be the miracle worker, to be the resurrection, to be all that you need him to be, to be the I am, that when Moses was running for his life, look, the tree, the burning bush, it never burned, but it began to speak to him. Mm -hmm. Amen. You have to believe. 
Look, that, look, there's no uh, maybe, try. You have to believe that there is uh, a God bigger than you. Amen. In order for you to see light, in order, you, in order for you to have hope, in order for you to walk in your new breath, new breath, mm, new birth, you have to believe that Jesus is real. Amen. You have to believe that Jesus is real. I don't know how much clearer it can be said. But you have to believe that. Amen. Forget what you heard. Forget what you think. Know that Jesus is real. Amen. Go ahead. And not only believe that Jesus is real, we have to believe that hell is real too. Absolutely. Because if you think hell is fake or hell is not real, you're fooling yourself. It's, it's a true place. He said in his word that there will be fire and torment, which is a second death. We have to realize that, look, heaven is real. Hell is real. Jesus is real. And Satan is real. That's right. You have to believe it. Yeah. And the only way you're going to really be able to walk in the fullness of who Jesus is, is to believe him. Amen. You know, I mean, look, for those of us who know Jesus and we know that he's real, you also got to know that the rain falls on the just and the unjust. Trouble's going to hit your doorstep. Question is, how do you respond? Because a lot of folk, they will, things will happen in their life and they've given their heart, they've given their heart over to Jesus. And because they can't make sense of it, they'll walk away. But I'm here to tell you, if you look, <laughs> you cannot come in contact with Jesus. I mean, really come in contact with Jesus and just walk away. Hey, man, you can't just walk away. The day that you can walk away, you ain't look, I'm going to tell you what, you ain't never met him. Hallelujah. You ain't never met him if you can walk away from him. He is the greatest thing that could ever happen to anybody. Amen. He might not give you what you want, but sure enough, he's going to make sure you have what you need. Hallelujah. You're supposed to trust in him with all of your heart. And his word tells us to lean not on our own understanding. Hallelujah. He says, in all of your ways, acknowledge him. He says, and I will direct your steps. Hallelujah. Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6. Hallelujah. That lets us know that we got to trust him bigger than us. We can't try to figure it out. And, it's, and, and, and expect he don't have to answer us. Because you ain't God, he is. Hallelujah. You are his creation, not that he is our creation. So really, he doesn't owe us a response. He really don't have to answer us. He really don't have to do anything. Because he created us in his likeness, and in his image, and after his likeness. We're here to his glory. That's what we... We live in a world, we live in society. Oh, well, he owed me an answer. He owed me this. He, he don't owe you nothing. For real, for real. Let's just be real. He really don't owe us anything. Because if he did not create us, we would not be here. He did not create us. We wouldn't have the house we got. We wouldn't have a husband, the wife we got. We wouldn't have a, a mind to think. We wouldn't have any of this. 
if it had not been for the grace of God. That's my final thought. And you know, my my final thought is this. Um, you said something about, and I just want to just add on to what you said. Not only can you not get into complete relationship with Jesus and walk away, you cannot come in complete contact with Jesus and not change. You cannot have a a real relationship with Jesus and be the same. Mm -hmm. Because the things that you do when you come in complete contact with Jesus, he will change you. Because I remember times that, that I used to do things in life that I don't even do no more because it makes me think of the things that God brought me from. Why am I continuing doing them? Now, there are some things in my life that I have not changed. But we got to understand that everything that God does from us, yeah, he can, at a snap of a finger, he can stop everything that we do. But he, he lets us in a way, make a choice of what we want to do. That's my final thought. Amen. Amen. So our final thoughts today. When he's reviving, it's more than about, it's more than just death. It is revival in our hearts, a revival in our minds, a revival in our movements, a, our, a revival in how we treat people, a revival in how we think about things that come forth in life, um, a revival in more than what we can see. Amen. More than what we can see. And it starts with, who do you believe in? Hallelujah. Who are you believing to do the things that you want to see done in your life? Hallelujah. From the inside out. Father, we thank you so much for this time. Thank you for every heart and every ear that is here. Bless each and every one, one by one, and name my name as you see fit. Lord, we pray that once again your will has been done here. Continue to use us to your glory. We bless your holy name, and we bless everyone that is here. Father, we thank you so much, and we pray that this prayer is pleasing in your sight. In Jesus Christ's name, we do pray. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. And amen. You've had our final thoughts or you've heard our final thoughts. And I just bless you. Amen. Until the next episode. Hallelujah. You have a blessed and a prosperous week. Amen. amen. And? And remember. Uh-huh. You almost forgot. <laughs> almost forgot. <laughs> and remember, until next time. You are a diamond in the rough. Amen. 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 Thank you for joining us for this week's episode. Please sow into the ministry by clicking the support the show link. Until the next episode, may the blessings and the prosperity of the Lord follow you. And remember, you are a diamond in the rough. <laughs>